0: Welcome to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. We welcome you to come and join us as we explore the Word of God to open up new levels of glory for every believer to come in closer to the Father. Join Apostle Calvin as he shares the Word of God as the Lord Jesus has revealed it unto him to share with the body of Christ. This is Apostle Calvin Brown of Christ Be Glorified Ministries, and welcome to another broadcast centered around the kingdom of God. Amen. We preach, we teach, we demonstrate the kingdom. It is the perspective that the child of God, the believer, should operate in, should operate out of the kingdom. The the, the kingdom of God is where the lordship of Jesus is advanced throughout this earth realm. Amen. The Bible declares that Jesus is the light of heaven. And so his light shows righteousness in heaven. And so that same light, which is in the word of God, the the word of God is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. The gospel is a gospel of glory, a gospel of light. Amen. Which speaks of Jesus being Lord. And so when we Receive when we believe the Word of God and we receive Jesus as our Lord, He comes into our life. and so that word Lord means he continues to be the head over us. He continues to be our Lord in relationship and in fellowship. amen. And so the the, the advancement of the kingdom of God happens through the Lordship of Jesus. Amen. So when Jesus comes into your life, he he takes over every everything in a good way. Amen. That whatever we need, you know, the, the gospel supplies all our needs. My God shall supply all my need. Amen. He saves us, he heals us, he delivers us. He sets us on high. He gives us favor. Every everything that God has provided for us is found in Jesus Christ. Amen. And so that's why we preach and teach the kingdom of God. Amen. In 2 Corinthians, in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 11, amen. I want to hit on a few things tonight. Amen. We're going to talk about Responsibility unto the Lord, love unto the Lord, Amen. But we're going to take a little different approach, Amen. Our our body. What is what is the obligation of of our body as 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 we advance in the kingdom of God? As we love the Lord, what is the place? What is the part of the body? Amen. Second Corinthians chapter eleven. Verse two, this is the apostle Paul speaking. He says, for I am jealous for you with godly jealousy, for I have betrothed you to one husband that I may present you as the chaste virgin of Christ. So Paul is an apostle and part of his goal, part of his calling is to help prepare the body of Christ, to be presented unto Jesus as the chaste virgin, amen, of the Lord, amen. So it is saying that the the bride of Christ, amen, is not just in any kind of condition, amen, that the bride of Christ, we're talking about the bride of Christ, coming together with Jesus in the marriage supper of the Lamb. Amen. And so Paul says, I have betrothed you. I have espoused you to one husband. Amen. And I'm jealous for you with godly jealousy. In other words, you know, God is perfect in his anointings. And God is perfect in his emotions. And the Bible says that God is a jealous God and that God is jealous for you. So that is part of the anointing of God, the desire of the Lord. The zeal of the Lord is to be jealous for you. And so that same zeal is in Paul, amen, to present the church to Jesus, amen, as the chaste virgin of Christ. Amen. So that word espoused is betrothed. Amen. It means to be perfectly joined. In other words, you know, to, to have the, the same mindset, the same, the same heart. Amen. That if, if you're going to be married, you need to know the person that you are marrying. Amen. And so Jesus is perfect. Amen. So for the church, to come together with the Lord Jesus, that we would have to have understanding. We would have to have his mindset. We would have to have his heart. Amen. So, chaste means to be innocent, to be modest, to be perfect, to be clean, to be pure, and to be holy. Amen. So Paul is presenting the church to Jesus. His Part of what Paul is trying to do is not only, not only to get you saved, but to, to keep the church, amen, in a state of being blameless before the Lord. Amen. And so we will see as we go through this message that it is love which causes you to have a heart for the Lord. In other words, if you love someone, you're not gonna look at somebody else, amen. If you're, if you're in love with someone, amen, you're not going to look to someone else, amen. That, that word espoused also means to woo, amen. And so Paul is saying that part of my job as an apostle and minister's job is to make you fall in love with Jesus. Amen. To love Jesus so much themselves and to carry that, that godly jealousy. Amen. That you should not be fraternizing with the world, with the spirit of the world. You should not have other lovers. Amen. If you are actually in love with the Lord, it would govern your conduct. Amen. I mean that even in life, you you would see that thing. If someone is in love with someone, it, it changes their their conduct. Amen. They make themselves available. Amen. They make themselves adaptable. They are willing to yield because they care for that person more than they care for themselves. Amen. And so they begin to give of themselves for that person. And so, this is the image. This is the picture that Paul is saying. He's saying that I am jealous with godly jealousy. Amen. For you, so that I can present you to the Lord as the chaste virgin of the Lord. Amen. And so, the gospel is not only to get you saved, I said this many times, but the gospel, it is to keep you. Amen. It is is a journey. The word of God is a continual word, a progressive word. You don't get saved and leave the word alone. The love of the Lord is so constant towards you that as you read the word of God and you give yourself to the word of God, you give yourself to the Lord, his love begins to melt you. Amen. And so then you will give yourself him. You will pledge your love to him. That's the different type of Christian. Amen. The one who is willing to pledge your love to the Lord. Jesus says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Amen. But you will understand that in fellowship and in love, you don't have to beat someone to, to do get them to do something. Amen. If someone loves you, if a man loves, you know, then he will give gifts. Amen. He will give his time. Amen. He will make himself available. Amen. He would find out what she likes. Amen. And, And cater to her in love. So we know that the Lord loves us. Amen. And there is a such thing as loving the Lord to such a degree that it begins to change us, but it will also keep us. So the Holy Spirit will keep us until the day of Christ. The Holy Spirit, the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 4, is the spirit of burning, burning passion, burning up that which is not right, burning up that which is not conducive to walking with the Lord. Amen. The Holy Spirit will burn that up. And so it is we are supposed to have a passionate love for the Lord, not just to get saved, see what the Lord can do for us, amen, but to woo the Lord as he is wooing us, amen. And so that changes our conduct if we are actually in love with the Lord, but you have to know him, he must be revealed, amen. And so you will begin to understand some things. Everything that God gives to man, is to bless him. Amen. For blessings come from the Lord. Blessings. You, you want to be blessed, you have to go to the Lord. Amen. So everything that God gives and everything that God does for man is to bless him. You may not understand it because you may not have a full grasp of the word. I'm going I'm to show you that. Love, when you get to a certain place in love where you trust someone, you know they are not going to hurt you. Amen. So ay, ay, ay. so the Lord loves you. Amen. And so you trust him that whatever he asks you to do, you will do because he loves you. He's not going to hurt you. Everything he does is to bless you. Amen. And so everything that God does is in according to his perfect understanding. We may not be in full understanding of everything that God does, but the journey, the relationship of loving the Lord, (coughs) we come to the place where we trust his understanding. We may not know it fully. We may not ever know it completely fully, but we need to know that the Lord loves us. And we need to reciprocate that love by yielding to him, by yielding to the Holy Spirit. Amen. So Paul says that I want to present you. I want to present the body of Christ. That means you need to make it from where you are now (laughs) through the rapture (laughs) to the marriage supper of the lamb. You know, the Bible talks about that there was some in the body of Christ that did not make it. The, the parable of the 10 virgins, there was five wise and five foolish. The wise took oil in their lamps. The foolish did not. And when the cry came out that the bridegroom comes, that those who did not take oil were not ready. Amen. Though they were virgins also. Paul says, I want to present you as a virgin. The Bible says, that that day will not that that day will not overtake those who are abiding in the light getting that understanding amen and so we're called amen in that love relationship with the lord to learn how to fellowship with the lord to be one with him one in heart one in soul amen praise be to god in ephesians Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25 through 27. Ephesians chapter 5. It says, Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word, that he might present it to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So again, the the bride that is presented to Jesus will be holy. She will be glorious. She will be without spot or wrinkle or blemish. Amen. And so it is for those who fellowship in the light to have an understanding, amen, of the desire of the Lord. In other words, they have an understanding because they are wooed by the Lord and they are wooing, they are wooing the Lord, amen. It's a love, it's a love relationship, amen. You know, marriage is a type, amen, of Jesus and the church, amen, amen. The, the, the purpose, amen, of love between a man and a woman is to get married and continue in that love. The husband will love his wife. The wife loves also, but her love is seen in her submission. Amen. amen. That it, it, is, it, it is harder for a woman, amen, to submit. So her love is proven. As she submits, it's the divine order of the Lord. The wife submits to the man, amen. The man is the head of the wife. It is the example of Jesus in the church. Jesus is the head over the church. So the woman, the church shows that she is, she loves by her submission, amen. So the church shows that she loves Jesus by her submission to his headship, his his lordship. But again, it is to present. Little bit of dancing, different. Sa wait ka da interferonunda para noon challenge if you do challenge for tabalonta. They could triple for zakat, triple they know. Nga You didn't know it was a love relationship that was gonna carry you through your time on this earth realm until you got to heaven. Amen. The Lord says it is it is the love relationship. Amen. That he will teach you the ways of love. Amen. He will carry you away. Amen. From the things of this world. Amen. They will, they will grow dim as you spend time with the Lord. As you look in his eyes, all that stuff, nothing else will matter. Amen. Loving. Amen. The Lord will love you. Amen. And teach you the ways of love. In your submission, you will show your love for him, your appreciation for him, that you trust him, that he will not hurt you. Amen. Everything that the Lord does is to bless you. We're trying to bring you into a love relationship with the Lord that will carry you. Amen. If Jesus tarries, amen. If, if the Bible says absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, amen. So if, if you transition from this earth realm, amen, to be with the Lord, that, that love will carry you. But if you're here, because we're in the end times, if you're here when Jesus comes back for that glorious church, amen, that rapture, for those who understand, amen. So loving will open up your, your understanding, amen. And kosha, uh, forma, law will fill in the gaps, amen. amen. As, as, as you walk with the Lord, the fact that he loves you is enough to take care of you, to carry you, amen. It's gonna be all right, why? Because the Lord loves you, amen. So the Lord will teach you the ways, the ways of love. Amen. So once you begin to know God that he is good and everything that he does is for our good, you'll be more willing to obey. The Bible says that if you be willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Amen. And so there's a thing with man that he must learn to be willing, not just to obey like a robot, but be willing. So his heart has to play a part. Amen. And so the more you know the Lord, the the closer you come unto the Lord, the more willing you are to be one with him. Amen. One heart, so to speak, one heart, Holy Ghost, carrying his desire. Amen. Man is motivated by desire. Amen. And so man has many, many desires. Amen. Some of those desires are good. Some of those desires are not good. Man has many desires, but the, the more that you come in oneness with the Lord, you will find out it is his desire that you carry, that you care about. Amen. Amen. His Your heart, amen, will carry his desire. Will carry his desire. Amen. And so you must be willing to obey. There are two ways of seeing God: a worldly view or a heavenly view. Amen. So you you either see God from a heavenly perspective, or you see God from a worldly, a worldly perspective. Amen. That in that heavenly perspective is a kingdom of God perspective. Amen. The righteousness which is of heaven, God wants that righteousness in this earth realm. Amen. He wants days of heaven on earth. Amen. As you receive his word, as you receive the truth, you begin to walk in the reality of righteousness. Amen. What is true is what God says is true. Amen. That righteousness is what God intended from the beginning. And so God gives righteousness. He gives the gift of righteousness. Amen. The, the more that you love the Lord, the more yielded you are to the Lord, the more you're willing to receive from him. What do I mean? You receive his righteousness. Amen. You receive his holiness. You receive his Perfection. It is. It is His, and so the willingness to receive from God and to walk in righteousness, or holiness, or perfection. <laughs> Amen. The Lord said, "Be holy, for I am holy." You said, "Lord, You are holy, but I'm not holy." God says, "Be holy, for I am holy." Amen. So, hi ha. Oh. <laughs> so God gives you hallelujah of His holiness which means you would have to deny that worldly view. <laughs> Amen. You say, does that make sense? Amen. That if you're walking in a worldly way, God says, I love you. Amen. I'm going to save you. Amen. I give you the gift of righteousness. Amen. I give you of my holiness so much so that I say, be holy for I'm holy. Amen. <laughs> And so if you receive those giftings of the Lord, in other words, God is loving you. He's giving you gifts. Amen. You're reveling in his presence. You are appreciating him. Amen. And so you're willing to receive of the Lord. Well, to receive one means to let go of the other. Amen. Somebody says that you're teaching works. No, this is a love relationship. That intimacy Intimate All our ministry that we've taught intimacy with the Lord. So I'm trying to explain some, some things so that you will not be deceived. Yes, you can walk in righteousness. You don't have to say that I'm legally righteous, but yet I sin. You know? Yes, you can walk in holiness. You, can, you don't have to say I'm legally holy, but I am profaned or defiled. Amen. You know, or that what you would actually what they would actually say is, as they do things which defile, that they say that they are holy. And yet God says, Be holy for like I am, or be perfect, amen. As I'm perfect, amen. You can't do it without Him. You cannot do it without being one with Him. Amen. So it's a new perspective. It is a new understanding of entering in. Amen. Entering in with the Lord. Amen. For there is an entering in or an abiding of the things of God. Amen. You enter into Him, He enters into you. Amen. You have a mindset. Amen. That you want to please the Lord. Without faith, it is impossible. To please the Lord in Revelations chapter four. In Revelations chapter four, verse eleven, these are the. This is in heaven. This is the twenty-four elders, Amen. They they are bowing down. They are throwing their crowns before the Lord, and they are speaking this praise. They said, "You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor, and power." For you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. Amen. I like the King James. The King James says, Thou worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Amen. So let that sink in. Okay. Lord, you're worthy. They're praising the Lord because you created everything. And the things that you created, Lord, they are and were for your will. They are in were for your pleasure. Amen. So we are created by the Lord, and we are for his pleasure. Amen. We were created for him to please him. Amen. So you get in this earth, you're born into this earth, you begin to please you. You begin to seek out paths that please you. Amen. And instead of the will of God or what pleases the Lord, amen. In Genesis chapter 3, Genesis chapter 3, verse 7, Genesis chapter 3, Verse seven. This is Adam and Eve after they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. I told you there were two perspectives of how you see God. There, there. There is Holy Ghost. Holy. Ghost. There, there is. <laughs> Hallelujah. There is Holy Ghost. Ooh. Ha! There is. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah! <laughs> hallelujah! He's He's here! Hallelujah! He's here! Hallelujah! hallelujah. <laughs> okay! Hallelujah! It's so strong. There is a worldly perspective or sight, and there is a heavenly perspective. Or sight of how you see the Lord. And we see this after Adam and Eve ate of the forbidden tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Verse seven, then the eyes of both of them were open and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves covering. So they tried to take care of themselves. God was taking care of them, but when they sinned, they were exposed. Amen. That they are not able to do it. They don't have the, the 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 wherewithal, amen, to take care of themselves. It was a lie that the devil told him that to Eve, he told her that she would be like God, knowing both good and evil. That you could not trust God. God is holding something back. He says, God knows that in the day you eat, that your eyes will be open. Amen. So he's telling Eve that there's something, amen, that God is keeping back that is found in this earth, amen. It is called worldly wisdom or demonic wisdom, and that appealed to Eve, amen. She was deceived, and so she ate, and and both of them ate, and their eyes were opened to the natural, amen. And so ever since then, man would go about, trying to, to provide for himself using the devil's wisdom, which pr- pr- it produced a system. It became a system of mammon. Amen. Man trying to take care of himself. You cannot serve to master. You cannot serve God in mammon. So that system, which keeps people in the earth. Amen keeps them in the earth, the wisdom which is beneath, amen. That system is called mammon. And so that is a way of seeing God where you do not see God as your provider, your source. You do not acknowledge that everything that God created was for his pleasure. And so you do not see yourself as someone created by God for his pleasure, for his will. So, aye, aye, aye. so God has a will in this earth to get so saved. Amen. God has a will to preserve life. Amen. God has a will to keep you from falling. The Bible says till the day of Christ. Amen. To keep you from stumbling. And so that worldly way, that worldly perspective does not trust God in that way. But that heavenly perspective, amen, or that kingdom of God. In other words, the kingdom of heaven is replicated in this earth through the lordship of Jesus, that heavenly perspective that you give God his glory. Everything was made, amen, to give God glory. Everything was made for God's pleasure. When God made everything, it had glory on it, amen when man sinned, the glory departed. In other words, that Adam and Eve was covered by glory and that they, they were in a realm, amen, where they were not looking at themselves. They were not looking at the natural, amen. They were looking at God, amen. The Bible says God will come and meet with them in the cool of the day, Amen. The Bible says the cool of the day means the winds of God. It is is the breath of God, the Holy Spirit. Amen. God coming to meet with his creation to give them understanding. Amen. You do not get the whole thing at once. You have to spend time with the Lord. Amen. You have to continue. You, You do not just spend a little time with the Lord and say, I got it and leave him alone. You must be wooed. Amen. And you must woo him. Oh, amen. Man. You, it, it, is, it is a spiritual thing, yet God has given us the example of husband and wife. Amen. That, when that man met that woman, that perspective one, amen, he went through a courtship. Amen. He began to woo her. Amen. And so the Lord, you will find out, woos us. But it is up to us also to woo the Lord. It is like the, the, the Song of Songs, the Song of Solomon, that anytime time it is as if the presence of the Lord is not there. You say, where is my beloved? Amen. And so you, you tirelessly, you, you look for your beloved. Amen. Somebody says, well, you've already found him. No, you don't understand love. Amen. Yes, we have the Lord. Yes, he has provided all things. And yet we desire his presence. Amen. To know him. Amen. We've heard his voice, but we want to hear it again. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. So you continue. Amen. That following after the Lord. Amen. The, the more that you find out about him, the more that you understand about him, the more that you want. Amen. And so your life is, is changed. You don't have to worry about you sinning. You love the Lord. Amen. You don't have to worry about you going astray. You love, you love the Lord. Amen. And you're receiving his light. The Bible says the, the word of God, the washing of of the word of God. Amen. And so the Lord begins to wash you and cleanse you and to bring you even closer. He begins to prepare you. Amen. To receive even more of him. Amen. The Bible says that Enoch walked with God and was not a man because God took him. Amen. But before God took him, that he had this testimony that he pleased God, amen, and so the, the, the story of Enoch, amen, very short, it is called a translation, amen, it is a type of a rapture, amen, that the Lord took him because he abided with the Lord and that's where he stayed, amen, and so the world got dimmer and dimmer, amen, the, the world got farther and farther away as he was content to spend his time with the Lord, And so the Lord translated, there was a truth in his love. There was a truth in his love. (laughs) He he wasn't religious. He wasn't playing games. (laughs) Amen. There was something true about his love. Amen. That caused it to be a reality of being with the Lord. (laughs) Amen. So the Lord, somebody says, the Lord did it this way. I can't take it no more. I'm I'm just going to take you. Amen that, that I, I just can't stand it anymore you're loving me so much that I'll take you I think it was a combination of things of the Lord wanting him and him wanting the Lord amen he had a revelation somebody says that those those Christians amen they are weak minded no you must have a revelation. <laughs> Amen. Of the love of God. Amen. It will, it will change your life. Amen. Don't have to worry about all the other stuff. The love of God will carry you. And let me tell you one thing. The Bible says there's certain things that God is not willing to do without like a cheerful gift. God is not willing to do without a person that loves him like that. Amen. Jesus says, leave her alone. The woman with the alabaster box. Amen. Everybody fussing, talking about how expensive, amen. That ointment was. It could have been sold and for three hundred pence and given the money given to the poor. Jesus said, "Leave her alone." Amen. <laughs> She's loving me. Amen. <laughs> and the Bible says that she was constantly loving him. She was continuously he says jesus says simon simon i have somewhat against thee he says when i came into your house you did not greet me with a kiss you did not wash my feet but this woman who's who is there jesus talking about her while she's still there washing his feet has constantly loved me kissed my feet washed my feet amen and, and washed it with her hair. He, she's constantly done. In other words, she is continually loving me. He's contrasting that like, Simon, you're not loving me. <laughs> you didn't love me like that. <laughs> right? So the Lord says, if you love me like that, I'm not going to stop you. Amen. If you love me like that, (laughs) I'm gonna let you love me. Amen. Because you know something. Amen. You have understanding that the the people that are not loving, they don't have the understanding. Amen. They don't have that understanding. You know something. Amen. Why are you gonna praise that much? You know something? Amen. Why are you gonna worship him like that? You know something? (laughs) Amen. If you knew like I knew, amen. And if you knew what I knew, hallelujah. And so that type of love will will keep you, so you have to know it. You say, well, I don't know it. Well, God is a God that if you seek, you will find. If you ask, it will be given unto you. If you knock, it will be open. And so if you say, Lord, I don't know you like that, amen, but I want to know you, then that is the type of gifts that the Lord will give, amen, that if you want it, amen, like that, he will give it to you like that, amen, mm-hmm. so that when you speak, you speak by knowledge, amen, somebody says God is good, yes, I know, amen, <laughs> I intimately know that God is good, amen, you must know what you're talking about, if you're going to get somebody saved, you must know him, amen, you must know what you're talking about, if you're saying that God is good, you must know him, Amen. You must have a testimony. Amen. Of spending time with the Lord. Amen. That that was the most important thing. Amen. That spending time with the Lord so that you would be willing. Amen. Did you know that spending time with the Lord will make you willing? Whatever the Lord wants you to do. Amen. If you're not willing, spend time in his presence. Spend time in his love until you're willing. Don't come out until you're willing to do what he's, he's called you to do. <laughs> Amen. And so I want to focus. Okay, I said God made everything. He created everything for his pleasure or he created everything to do his will. Amen. To conform to his will, to do his will. So that's where the glory is. When God made everything, the the purpose that God made everything as everything operated According to the purpose that God made it, it had the glory of God on it. So the glory was a testament that that thing that God created was doing God's will. Amen. That's why when Adam and Eve sinned, the glory departed and they knew that they were naked. So everything God made, amen, had the glory on it. That's what it means that when God created, you know, it was good. It was good. It was good. He made man. It was very good. Everything had to create, had the glory on it. It meant that it was not in rebellion against God. It was it was it was operating in the purpose for which God made it. Amen. And so I want you to see that God is three in one. God shows that by being three in one, God, the father, God, the son, got the Holy Spirit, that they are all God, yet they operate as one. Amen. And so God has made man to be three in one also. Amen. To be in harmony. All three have to be in harmony. The Bible says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. Amen. And so peace and stability. Amen. Is when all three of us that we are spirit, soul and body are at Peace or in the proper order that God made it to be. So I want you to see that in 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians. Chapter 5. Verse 23. Amen. Whether you know it or not, you are three in one, just like God is three in one. You are spirit, soul, and body. Amen. And so in... 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 20, 23 it says now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit soul and body be preserved blameless till the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ amen so we see that we are spirit soul and body and so the prayer of Paul in Thessalonians that you are complete that your entire Spirit, soul, and body remain blameless, be preserved blameless till the day of Jesus Christ. Amen. So somebody says that I thought that my body goes to the dirt. It does. Amen. Your spirit and soul go to heaven. But when Jesus comes, the, the, the prayer is for you to be blameless. Amen. Whether you are taken up in the rapture or whether you died to be with the Lord, absent from the bodies to be present with the Lord is to be preserved blameless. So your spirit, which is your heart, is how you contact God. Amen. Is how you pursue God, how you desire the Lord. Soul is your chooser. Amen. It is joined with the heart, amen, and actually it could go either way, it could go to the flesh or it could, it could go with the things that are of the spirit, and so that's why the Bible says that the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and joints and marrow, amen, so your heart, your spirit is supposed to be one with the Lord, you're not supposed to give way to the flesh, amen. You're not supposed to give way to carnality. Amen. You're supposed to discipline your body. Paul says, I keep my body under lest I become a castaway. Amen. When I preach to others that I myself become a castaway. So with your spirit and your soul being one with the Holy Spirit, you're able To keep your body under, amen. Why? Because everything was made to give God glory, amen. So for the glory to be on a thing, you must do the will of God. Your body must do the will of God, amen. For the glory, amen. To be a carrier of the glory, amen. The the perspective that others say that this world is the greatest reality, the natural is the greatest reality. You say, no, God, who is spirit, is the greatest reality. Heaven is the greatest reality. So in this earth realm, you are sacrificing. You're making a sacrifice. The the, the world wants you to operate a certain way, but you're not willing to go the way of the world. So you put your body under, you're you're sacrificing, (laughs) amen, to say that God is greater and for your soul and spirit to be one with the Lord. You don't lift up your soul to vanity, the Bible says. You lift up your soul to the Lord. Amen. And so we're supposed to be preserved blameless till the day of Christ. Amen. If you want to get a revelation of God's intent for the body that he gave us, you can also get a glimpse of what God intended for the body of Christ. So the physical body is supposed to be a type of the body of Christ that are made of members, Jesus Christ being the head, amen. And those members work together in unison. And the more that those members work together, it gives increase to the body. It energizes the body to do the will of God, amen. It helps the weaker members as the members move together, amen. Those that are stronger help the weaker. And and so it, it works together, And so God has given us a physical body, which is a type of the body of Christ. Amen. And so you can look at what God intended for the body. Amen. To see how the body of Christ is supposed to operate. So I said spirit, soul, and body. I want to look a little bit at the body, though. Amen. I want to take them one at a time. And so we're looking at. The physical body, what is the purpose? Righteousness is what God intended in the beginning. What did God intend for the physical body? Amen. We look at the life of Jesus. Hebrews, look at Hebrews. chapter 10, verses 4 through 7. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 4 through 7. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats could take away sins. Therefore, when he came into the world, speaking of Jesus, he said, Sacrifice and offerings you did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me, and burnt offerings and sacrifices for sins you had no pleasure. Then I said, Behold, I have come in the volume of the book, It is written of me to do your will, O God. So this is Jesus's body. God prepared Jesus a body to take our sins. That was God's will. Amen. He took stripes on his back so that we could be healed. Amen. So God prepared Jesus a body. He ministered for three and a half years. Amen. Before he went to the cross. But the purpose of Jesus's body was to do the will of God. And so that is the purpose <clears throat> <Excuse me. clears throat> that is the purpose of our body also <clears throat> the purpose why God created us a body <clears throat> is to do his will and so the Bible declares that God prepared Jesus a body And God has prepared us a body I want to show you that again in Second Corinthians, Chapter Five. Second Corinthians, Chapter Five, Verses Nine and Ten. It says, Therefore, We make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well pleasing to him. For we must appear before the judgment seat of Christ that each one may receive of the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Amen. So everyone must appear before the judgment seat of Christ to give an accounting of what we did while we were in the body. Why? the deeds that we did that were in the body were either good or bad. Amen. They were either the will of God or they were not the will of God. So God prepared us a body to do his will. Amen. In doing his will, we would be doing works. Amen. The Bible says, let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify the father, which is in heaven. Amen. So We are not here just to get saved and then sin. We are supposed to do deeds. We're supposed to do works which are the will of God. And so we will be rewarded according to the deeds which were done in the body, whether it was was good or bad. Amen. In James chapter 2, the book of James chapter 2, In verse 26. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. So it's talking about the breath. So the physical body without breath is dead, which is likened unto the body of Christ without the spirit. Amen. Is dead. The church without the spirit is a dead church. Amen. Religion without the spirit of God is dead. Religion. Amen. And so the body is called to be alive and to be filled with the Holy Spirit and active in faith or doing according to faith, believing God. And so we are called to do. Amen. By faith. Amen. So we will be doing the the will of God. So the purpose of the body is to do God's will. God created everything for his pleasure to do his will. And that's his original creation. That's where the glory will be. And so we will be carriers of the glory. Amen. If we are alive by the spirit of God and we are filled with the spirit of God, doing the will of God. Amen. So God gave us a body to do, to do his will. Amen. And so in Romans chapter Romans chapter 2, the book of Romans chapter 2, verses 6 through 10, amen. What are we doing? We're looking at the body, amen. God created a body for a purpose, amen. He created you spirit, soul, and body, but I want to give you the responsibilities of the body, amen. Tonight is what I'm dealing with, the responsibilities of the body. Romans chapter 2, verses 6 through 10, that God will render to each one according to his deeds. So according to the work, the, the body is just a vehicle to do God's will on this earth. Amen. And so the, the, to the degree that you did the will of God, amen, especially by obedience to the Holy Spirit, that is what God will render unto you or will reward you. So, God will render to each one according to his deeds eternal life to those who by patience, continuance in doing good seek for glory, honor, and immortality. But to those who are self seeking, do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath, tribulation, and anguish on every soul of man who does evil of the Jew first, but also the Greek. But glory, honor, and peace to everyone who works what is good. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. So working what is good. God made everything good. God made everything righteous. And so ministry is to bring about righteousness, to bring things in a righteous state. And even our life is to live out of a righteous, a righteous state. Amen. And so God will render to you for those deeds that you did while you were in the body. You, You are not called to, to be seduced by the devil, flattered by seducing spirits. You're not called to be seduced by the spirit of the world, doing stuff which does not profit, amen, which does not give the Lord glory, amen. When you operate in the way that God created you, you will always operate in glory. God will always put glory on you as you give him the glory, amen. And so I want you to see this scripture. Hallelujah. That our body is is a vessel for the Lord. Amen. In 2nd Timothy chapter 2. 2nd Timothy chapter 2 verses 20 twenty one, It says, but in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also wood and clay, and some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel of honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. So the person that purges themselves of all the things that dishonor, the kingdom of God is based on honor, honoring Jesus Christ, honoring the Father God. Amen. Honoring Jesus actually honors the Father God. Amen. And so the person that purges themselves of all the things that dishonor, they will be a vessel of, of honor. If you purchase it from all the things that dishonor, you will be a vessel which can be used by God. Amen. God says, be holy for I'm holy. So he called you to be a holy vessel And that if you keep your vessel, the Bible says you know how to possess your vessel or keep your vessel. If you know how to keep your vessel, you will be a vessel of honor used by the Lord. Amen. And Romans, last verse, Romans. Chapter 12. Verses 1 and 2. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to the God, to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind to prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So you present your bodies to God as a living sacrifice. I say in this world that your body To to use your body for the Lord, the Bible says that our members are to be yielded for righteousness. It is a sacrifice. So you present your body as a living sacrifice unto God, holy and acceptable, which is your reasonable service. That word reasonable service is worship. So the body is made to serve God, which is a worship and to worship God. So the, the fullness of the revelation is that your body is made to worship, amen. amen, through service to God, doing his will, and to worship him, amen. That's what the body is for. There, there's, there's many other things to say about that, but that's, that's the main point, amen, that you don't fall in, in love with the world, You don't fall in love with the things of the world. You fall in love with the Lord. Falling in love with the Lord is a revelation or produces a revelation of what is life. Amen. The the revelation of falling in love with the Lord, it produces a revelation. What is right? What is good? What is life? A willingness to do the will of God. A willingness to purge yourself of all the things that the world is trying to drag you into. Amen. And so it's a greater, greater. It's, it's the greater worth. Hallelujah. It's, it's the greater. Holy Ghost, it's the greater worth. It is the, the true treasures. Amen. It is true riches. Amen. It is a righteous appraisal. Hallelujah. Falling in love with the Lord will cause you to have a single eye. Hallelujah. To see according to righteousness, to see according to heaven and for your appraisal of a thing to be according to the glory. Hallelujah. Which descends from heaven. Amen. A righteous appraisal. Amen. This is how you see a thing. So it will change your life. Amen. If somebody says that a, a sinful behavior has worth, you see according to the glory. Amen. And you're able to make a righteous appraisal that it does not. Amen. If if someone, amen, is trying to corrupt you or pervert you, even through money or or sensual desire, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, ha, 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 yes, Lord, hallelujah, the rescue, amen, hallelujah, to be snatched out of the fire, Holy Ghost, it's through the love of God, amen. So Father, bring us into this love, give us a revelation of the truth of it, Lord God, Let us embrace you, Lord, God, with our whole heart. Amen. Let us be prepared to be the presented bride to Jesus, the chaste virgin of the Lord. Hallelujah. Let us not be ashamed of the things of glory, but let us be ashamed of the things that we used to do in the world. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. For more information, visit ChristBeGlorifiedMinistries.com and you can also follow us on Facebook under Christ Be Glorified Ministries. Thank you so much and God bless you.